I am so excited to share with you the doors open for my new group coaching program, Booked Out, Not Burnt Out Business Owners on July 24th. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Chelsea, I am this close to burnout, please help me. This group is going to be perfect for you, the recovering overachiever who doesn't know how to say no. Picture this. You've reached the point where you are so overwhelmed, you don't even know what to do next. So you reach for your phone, you put around the house, you clean up here and there, you check your email a few times, and at the end of the day, you didn't get anything done, and that cycle of overwhelm continues. This is so common in business owners, and I've definitely been there myself too. But as a time management and productivity coach, I know how important it is to find personalized systems and tools that work best for you. It's not necessarily complicated, but it is personal. So if you are ready to work with less stress, less guilt, less overwhelm, and to have that personalized structure that works just for you, aka no waking up at five o'clock in the morning, you are not a morning person, then you should definitely join the waitlist for the booked out, not burnt out business owners group. If you join the waitlist, you get special waitlist pricing, behind the scene previews, and so much more with doors officially opening July 24th. From there, it'll be open enrollment, but you definitely want to join right away to take advantage of some of those early bird offerings. So join the waitlist, the link in my bio, or DM me on Instagram at Chelsea M Coaching to learn more. Hi, I'm Chelsea Neumeyer, and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hello, everybody, and happy 4th of July. When this episode airs, I'll be in the Poconos area of Pennsylvania with a big group of friends from college. We've done this week together over this week of 4th of July ever since graduation, And it's a tradition that I hope happens long into the future. Already the vibe of this week has changed from 10, 12 years ago, from a week of hot dogs, cheap beer, and drinking games late into the night, to one of early morning walks, gourmet meals, and board games. Especially now when there are a lot of kids here and we're all in our mid-30s, we just want this week to rest. And that's one of my favorite parts every year about this week is really the opportunity to slow down, to not have any plans. There's no detailed itinerary. There's no expectation to be anywhere or do anything. We sit around and we talk, we read, play games, go swimming, prepare and enjoy meals together, and then clean everything up and start again. And every year, it makes me think about the importance of rest and how it can be something I do every day instead of just one week a year. And something that I need to be more consistent and intentional about every day. But let me tell you something. It is hard for me to slow down. You may have heard me talk about this before, but I grew up with parents who still never sit down. They are go, go, go people. And it instilled an incredible work ethic and energy in me. But it also made me feel really guilty every time I sat down to try to take a break. So it's not in my nature to not be doing something, to not be cleaning or organizing or planning or working or even turning one of my self-care techniques like running or reading into a competitive goal I have to reach. Does this sound familiar to any of you guys? 
So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the seven types of rest we need and the key to rest for people who just hate to slow down. I'm going to share strategies I've been using the past few months that have made a measurable difference in how I've adjusted my mindset around rest to help myself and my clients feel less guilty and ultimately be more productive. I want to talk about the seven different types of rest. And this is according to Dr. Dalton Smith. And she talks about the seven different types of rest we need to feel fully energized. They are physical rest, mental rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest, sensory rest, social rest, and creative rest. Now, you all know that I love a good checklist. And so when I have a framework like this, I can use it to be sure that I'm meeting some or all of these needs. And it really helps to remind me that rest isn't just about going to bed earlier or zoning out in front of the TV. And it's not all about fancy self-care techniques like going to a spa or taking a bubble bath with flower petals in it. Really, we just need to be thinking about the practical steps we can take to ensure our needs are being met. So talking about physical rest, when you're short on physical rest, you feel tired. Your body may ache or you have physical pain somewhere. And in order to get proper physical rest, we need to get high quality sleep or do gentle activities like yoga, stretching, or massage. It's really thinking about how our body is feeling and being aware of what our body needs to rest. Being mentally tired really manifests as opening up a new tab and forgetting why or losing your train of thought or walking to a room and not remembering why you needed to be in there. It may also make getting that good sleep harder because your mind is constantly racing all of the time. And mental race rest includes taking a break throughout the day or doing something calming like reading or listening to music instead. So it's about taking yourself away from those things that are causing your mind to race, to pull yourself away from your work or the tasks that you're trying to do or the project that you've set yourself up with, to give yourself time for your brain to rest and to process. And this is often where I find I get the most inspired is because our brains want to be problem solving. And so if we are constantly trying to force our brains to get to those problems, it's it's just kind of finishing a loop that we can't ever get out of. So as soon as we can break that loop by changing our environment or doing a little something different, you'll find that often the answers to your problems show up really easily. If you feel like your life is lacking purpose, you may be spiritually tired. We have a fundamental need for belonging as a people. And so doing something for a greater purpose, such as volunteering, supporting or being a greater part of your community, spending time or prayer or meditation can really restore our spiritual center. Emotional rest deficient people may feel like they have to suppress their feelings or please others. These are the classic kind of people pleasers that give, give, give so much of themselves. They don't put their emotional burden on anybody else. They don't really share how they're truly feeling. And so they leave them feeling really weighed down by the emotional things that they're holding on to. So if that feels like you, then talking to a trusted friend or a therapist can really relieve and restore a lot of that weight and exhaustion that you may be feeling. Sensory overload 
is so common in today's world of technology and simulation. And this is especially true if you're a parent or you work in a high-touch workplace, such as nursing or a childcare center. And so someone who's experiencing a deficit in sensory rest may feel energized and happy at the beginning of the day, but become increasingly more agitated and irritable as the day progresses. And again, that's because of that overload of sensory input they're getting all day. And so the option here is really just disconnecting, spending time outside or in a quiet space. Sometimes these people are also really recharged, even by their commute, like quiet time in a car. It's giving yourself a little bit of time away from any kind of sensory stimulation or overload. Taking a hot, quiet shower, for example, can be really helpful here. If you are hanging out with people who suck the energy from you, you may be socially tired. And restoring your social energy isn't about pausing any social interactions. It's about spending time with people who fill your cup. So if you work in a toxic environment or you work with colleagues who just really feel like they suck the life out of you, then making sure that you have friends or a partner or family who's supportive and positive and can create those meaningful connections for you can be really, really important or vice versa. But one of the greatest gifts I realized as an adult is I don't need to spend time with people who don't fill my cup. I I don't feel obligation like I used to, to hang out with people who aren't in aligned with the values I have or who don't make me feel positive and happy and supported in the work that I'm doing and the life that I'm living. So again, this is not about becoming a hermit and not hanging out with people. It's just making sure that you're hanging out with the right people. And being deficient in a creative rest can leave people feeling really uninspired. This is where you're just feeling really blah and you don't have the spark or motivation you need to create something that you're excited about. So you can restore and and feel creatively rejuvenated by spending time outside, by bringing beauty into your home or office, or trying a new creative hobby like paint by number or embroidery or knitting, just getting and bringing in beauty into your life can be really helpful to restore creative rest. So I know I went through those fairly quickly. So hopefully you were taking notes or can we listen to the episode? But now that you're aware of the seven types of rest that we need to be fully functional grownups, and like I said, your girl loves a checklist, right? How do we actually implement these into our day so they can become part of our routines? And this is not to say that we need to implement all of these every single day. I don't necessarily need this to take hours of our day to just making sure that we're hitting all these different kinds of rest. But what you can do and what the key is is to schedule it. I know that's not sexy. It's not all that revolutionary but it really helps to start build the muscle of rest, especially if you hate to do it or you feel guilty or you think you don't have time to build this kind of self-care into your day. In our group coaching program, Booked Out, Not Burnt Out Business Owners, this is the first thing I do when we're talking about how to structure our schedules. 
is building in rest and self-care into our day. It could be as simple as scheduling breaks into your work day or starting your day with a walk outside paired with a call to a good friend, blocking out your evenings to watch a favorite show or to read a book so that you don't feel like you're supposed to be anywhere else. Because most of us are pretty good at holding ourselves accountable to the times we've blocked out on our calendar. And so if you've blocked out on your calendar to take these moments of rest and to take these moments of self-care, then hold yourself accountable to those as well. You've scheduled it on your calendar, so you got to do it. And if you find yourself getting antsy or wanting to multitask, let's say you've blocked out that time to watch your favorite TV show in the evening, but you're continually grabbing your phone and jotting down things that you're thinking of that you have to do, or you want to go clean something or be productive, quote unquote, in some way, then check in with yourself to see if it's really the type of rest you need. Maybe you need to try a paint by number or an adult coloring book to get that creative energy restored for you. Maybe you need to go out to dinner with a friend or have a phone call with someone to restore your social or emotional energy levels. Maybe it's a matter of going out once a week to volunteer with an organization that you care deeply about or to try yoga or meditation or prayer or therapy or all of the above to ensure that you're getting the type of rest you need best. And so it's not that you're doing it wrong if you want to multitask while you're watching TV. It's that maybe that's not exactly what you need in the moment. Maybe that book isn't filling the creative void that it needs to. Or maybe your walk outside just didn't hit the same vibe that it usually does. And you need to listen to an inspiring podcast instead. Or just sit in a quiet room, right? All of these things are options. And so being more aware and and patient and giving yourself the grace to figure out what you actually need in that moment. So the more comfortable you are with scheduling it in and holding yourself accountable to that time and kind of quote unquote, forcing yourself to rest, you'll build that self-awareness muscle, as I mentioned, and then you'll be able to start adding in these moments of rest more spontaneously and taking that afternoon walk when you feel creatively tired or doing some desk yoga, yoga if you start to feel achy or fatigued. You'll start to trust your body's cues to tell you what you need. And the weirdest part is somehow I always have time for this. And so I remind myself and my clients that you can't pour from an empty cup. And I know it's so cliche to say, but it's true. It's like that classic, put your oxygen mask on first. And so I hope this episode gives you a new understanding of what rest and self-care are so that you can find moments in each day to do a little something for yourself. Now, I'm going to get back out to the pool with all my friends. I hope you have a fabulous 4th of July. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.